to the Super Speedway. Welcome to episode 293 of the Super Speedway Podcast, recorded Thursday, August 31st, 2023. I'm your host, Derek Young, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, James Cush. James, we're finally doing it. We're finally recording. Thursday. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, it's uh, our, our uh, rabid, rabid fan base is right. just pawing at us, trying to get a content, and here's the content. We are here. Yeah, we had, uh, so hockey season starting up, and the Saginaw Spirit, who I shoot photos for, had their training camp this week, so I that was Monday and Tuesday for me, um, and then we were supposed to record yesterday, but uh, thanks to a, a, a cable company that I won't name, but their name rhymes with Charter, um, or Spectrum, <laughs> um, I had no internet last night, and finally got it back about... I don't know, 10 o'clock at 9.30 last night, and that was too late to record. I'd already pulled the plug. So yep. here we are tonight with good internet. That's right. It's fast now, though, now that I got this new router instead of the 13-year-old one that I had before. Oh, zippy. That's good. Yeah. That was the it's problem good. is they shut my internet off. That's a long story. And then yeah. they when they went to turn it back on, my, my modem was so old that they couldn't reactivate it. So Right. Right. Of course, I went and got a new modem, came home, and it still didn't work because that's just how it is. So, Ugh, but it's working now, and I didn't have well, to invite anybody in my house to fix it. So, I was gonna save this story, but yeah. I, it, now's a good time to do it. Sounds good. So, you said charter, right? Yeah. And we use we use charter here for pretty much everything because that's all we really the only option if, we have. I mean, as much as I rag on them, it's the only good option you we've it's got. The only good option we have uh, in our area. So. I was, I've been meeting with this person every once in a while in my like real world work. I come across these NASCAR people uh-huh. and I came across one today. So do you remember when Dish Network sponsored Roush Fenway? Well, it would have been Roush or Roush yeah. Fenway back then. Yep. I have been talking with this gentleman for this new company that I'm looking to, to do some work with. And he's the one who brokered all of the Dish deals for Roush. No way. And I was like. Wow, that's amazing. He goes, yeah, it was a terrible investment. I'm like, yeah, but you sponsored some good drivers back then. Right. <laughs> he goes, he goes, yeah, but my media budget was like $3 million in the negative when we started the year. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just, when you brought up uh, one cable company, I thought, well, that's a good tie-in for Dish. I was yeah. like flabbergasted. I had so many questions for I this I can guy. imagine. But I, I cut it I cut it short. I, I will do some follow-up. But yeah, he, uh, he brokered the $3 million Roush deal. As he was, uh, he was working for Dish at the time, so I was like, nice. "That's pretty cool." That is pretty cool. Yeah, so there you go. Funny these little connections you you find every so often. Yeah, you run into people in the from from time in the biz. Well, so. it's a smaller world than you think, too. I mean, it is. It yeah. really is. So, so and, anyway, not that we're going to be getting Dish anytime soon, <laughs> right? <laughs> but still, relevant relevant information, right? Yeah, as yeah. a we we won't be Dish customers or have uh, them as a sponsor, right? No, well, yeah, that's what we need. Chances right? are yeah. pretty slim. Chances are, yeah, slim yeah. to none. Yeah. Slim to none. So. Well, Spectrum probably won't be sponsoring us, but either way. No, no, they won't. <laughs> Not after this. Not after this whole spiel. No, no. But no. Uh, but hey, uh, so we finally get to talk Daytona. I've been anxious to talk about Daytona. I actually almost, you know, I wanted to do this on Monday um, just because I was so excited to talk about it. Now it's been so long since the race happened. But I think we still have we'll have plenty of thoughts on this, um, right? I mean, yeah, it's a fun race. I, I mean, it's you always can't a fun. Ask race. for a better place to end the regular season at, right? 
Right. No, I, I. it's not going away. No. No. No, the chaos is great. And, I mean, we saw chaos. It wasn't the typical chaotic Daytona race. But, no, but it got there. Like, it was yeah. pretty tame. And then uh, all of a sudden stuff started happening. Yeah, I would say that Ryan Blaney probably doesn't think it was a tame race. No. <laughs> nope. Uh, nope. Not when they're pushing it out of... Out of turn three, heading into four. Yeah, that <laughs> was that was a brutal hit, wasn't he, it? He, well, you know, I'm kind of glad we are recording today because media day was today. Yeah, and uh, there was a few nuggets in there. He said that was the hardest hit by far. He's oh ever yeah, had. I can imagine. And he's had some big hits. Yeah. Um, Bob asked him about his. He had a Nashville hit that was pretty nasty, but uh, Ryan wouldn't give him the numbers. But he said, yeah, this this one, no doubt, hardest he's ever hit. Huh. And uh, was super super thankful that the front clip. Uh, changes were in place. Yeah, so I thought I found that interesting. The flex on that safer barrier, and I mean, if you've ever, oh, it was incredible. If you've ever, I mean, we all see the safer barrier on TV and stuff, and you might go to the racetrack and see it. But if you've ever like actually put your hands on one, mm-hmm. they don't move. They are super heavy and they right. are steel. Yep. <laughs> I mean, to yep. see it flex that much just shows you how much. Oh, like a hundred yards there. each direction. It was yeah. nuts. It was incredible, and thank yep. goodness. there. I saw a lot of comparisons with the Earnhardt hit. A lot of people saying it was the same place. It wasn't the same place that Earnhardt hit. It was. Um, it was. It was the. It was the same corner, but Earnhardt, Earnhardt hit yeah. coming out of three into four. Yeah. yeah. Blaney, if if you watch the videos of where the where the, um, not that there's any softer of a hit or slower of a hit, it certainly wasn't. But yeah. uh, but if you watch the videos of where the logo is in the corner, Earnhardt hit in or hit well before the logo and Blaney hit into the logo. Earnhardt stopped I, at the logo, basically. I, I so. don't, you know, we've had the safer barrier for over 20 years yeah. now, and I don't think I've ever seen it put to as good of use as what Ryan Blaney did for did to it. No. On, on Saturday night. That I mean, was maybe Eric McClure's hit at Talladega on the inside. That was a big one too. Yep. That was a big one too. But this was pretty huge. I mean, it, I mean that car didn't slow down. No, like, it, it, it was wide open in the wall. It was not. That was well. It would have been the craziest wreck of the night had uh, yeah <clears throat> other events not happened. But you know that one stopped me, like took my breath away. I was like, whoa. Yeah. And then you know, of course, everything that happened afterwards. <laughs> right. <laughs> but but yeah, that was a big one. I'm glad Ryan's okay. The whole race, you're waiting for it to happen, and then it, when it finally does, it just goes nuts. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Um, Nothing he can do about it either. Yeah. Before we talk about the other Ryan crash, let's. Uh, I mean, let's congratulate the winner, Chris Busher. Yeah. Um, gets the win, gets the gets the push from teammate and owner Brad Keselowski um, yep. to get his third win in five races. James. Yeah, this is the, the RFK win right here. Tag team. So I <laughs> ask you yet again, is Chris Chris Busher a contender yet? I don't think he's a championship contender, but he's James. He's won on three different types of tracks. Yeah. The only thing he hasn't won on is a road course. And he's good at those. I know. Well, I'm going to, we're going to talk about our brackets <laughs> later. And yes. this is all going to sound extremely stupid, <laughs> uh, which it normally does. It doesn't, that doesn't matter. I just, I'm having such a hard time being like, yes, Chris Busher, He's in the championship for, I will allow you're that. Him, you're that guy that keeps, keeps just, asking Brad the questions. Cause you think Brad's the guy. Well, I don't know, man. I just don't know. Like, I, I mean, I, I am, I am thrilled for Chris Busher, but he's also had, he's also benefited from some circumstance. It's not like he's gone, like Richmond's one thing, but he didn't dominate Michigan. He didn't dominate this race. He just was, you know, very smart, calculated, did a good job. Um, 
I, I don't know. I just, I don't see, like, I'm, I'm, I see the wins. I don't see the contender in the wins. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't, but okay. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> I'll, I'll take you for your word. I don't, dis- yeah. I don't agree with you. I think, I think the reason, I think the biggest reason he's a contender is because of everything you just said, mm-hmm. because I don't think you're the only one who feels that way. No, then that's fine. That's fine. And you know, would I be shocked to death if he did make the final four? I don't know. I don't think so. But I think for me, there's some really high level contenders uh, for the championship. I just think he's one step below them. Yeah. One step below. I, so I agree with that. And I, and again, I know we'll probably come back to all this with brackets. I agree with that, but there's, there's only two spots to me that are solid. Mm-hmm. Like everything else is up. Nobody else has been consistent this year. Yeah. So there's plenty of room for somebody like Chris Buescher to, to get in there. Yeah. Plenty of room, yeah. especially because nobody's been consistent this year, but who's been yeah. consistent right now? Chris Buescher. He's, yeah, he's been. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. Brad Keselowski, to be quite honest, James, the way it's going right now, both of them could be in the final four. Yeah. I mean, it's not that far fetched. Right. Um, and, and, you know, not only that, but guys that, Okay, so guys that are locks, you know, we we had a tie for the the regular season championship, but the the guys that are locks, or the, there's a tie right now at at the tie, at the top anyway. Um, well, the one seed, yeah, the tie for the one. Seed. Yeah, but the, yeah. but one of those guys hasn't been great lately. I mean, yeah, they, there's comers and goers, right? <laughs> so so you can't yeah. even lock those guys in. Yeah, it's weird, and and the thing with the with the playoffs too, and and I'll, we'll probably talk about this yeah. a little bit later, but. Uh, the thing with the playoffs is, is somebody finds a way through. Yeah, exactly. And and well, that's what happens year, with the win thing too. I mean, yeah, all you gotta like, do. I say this like it's easy, but all you gotta do is win. Yeah, and and Chris Bell last year was that guy. Yeah, he was he was on the brink of elimination two separate times and won his way through, um, and got to the championship round. And and heck, Chastain, you know, the Hail Melon, right? I mean, yeah. that was nuts. Uh, so guys, and and Hamlin was the you know he was bumped out because of that. So. You know, it's it's very when you're talking three race sample sizes, it's very very tough to to go through it. But yeah, I mean, you know, what what if if I'm looking at Chris Busher, what do I think his ceiling is? I am saying he's, and this is why I, I'm, it's hard for me. But I have him like he can definitely finish fifth in this championship. I have no doubt about that. But getting that one next step, that's the hard part for me right now. Yeah. Um. But, you know, he's – Eric, he's – he, you look at the schedule. He won Bristol last year. That's what I'm saying. You look at the schedule. He, he won Michigan this year. Kansas is very similar to Michigan. Yep. We go to the next round. He's good on super speedways. He just won a super speedway. So you got Talladega. You got road courses in Charlotte. He's yep. good at road courses. You go to the next round. You got maybe Vegas. Homestead's probably the closest Homestead. to Michigan. Yep. yep. Um, but, yeah, Vegas and Homestead, both mile-and-a-half tracks. And then you put him in the final four. And you got Phoenix, which is very similar to Richmond, and he yep. could sneak one out all the way across. I don't think yeah. he does that. Yeah, and you could say that about ten other guys. That's true. <laughs> that's that's the true. Hard, that's the hard part. Like, there's, there's obviously, if you're RFK and you're an RFK fan and and you're rooting for these guys, you're loving this. Yeah. Like, like you really do have a shot. Yeah. Like you, you really do. But so do ten other guys, and that's that's the hard part. And I think. I think just being in the conversation this year, like what we're doing right now is massive for what that team has, has overcome 
in the last, you know, in basically the last 12 months. I mean, they were at the bottom. And all of a sudden, they win they win Bristol with Chris Buescher last year. And, and man, we're talking about them in a whole different way. And I, I think they're already, you know, one step away from where they want to be, yeah. I think, for, for moving forward. But good for conversation. I mean, that was it's it's tough man because i we were talking before the podcast about our brackets and we'll 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 get to those at towards the end i think but um but man it's this is a tough field man we got a lot of really good guys um in in this field really good top contenders like i feel like look at who's left out i mean oh man (laughs) one through 12 i you know one through 12 is as tight as I think I've ever I've ever seen it. If, yeah. If you know, looking back, James, at it. I honestly had the toughest time since we've been doing brackets, which we did them before the podcast. I I had the toughest time. Me too. I had a hard time. I, well, I had the toughest time just going to the round of twelve. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to knock four people out. Yep. It's not yeah. hard to knock all four people out, but it's hard to yeah. knock. It's hard to knock four. Well, yeah, like Bubba Wallace is at the bottom of the list, right? Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> He won Kansas last year. Like, right. what am I going <laughs> to, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, he can go into Kansas. He might not win, but he'll have a good day. Yeah. You know? So it's it's tough, man. Really tough to to figure these guys out. Definitely. Well, we'll come, we'll come back to that. Yeah. Um, it's all it's all one conversation, I feel like, today. Yeah, it really is. It really is. <laughs> um, we could just skip the Xfinity and trucks and just move right into it. But we'll, we'll go through those two. Um, so Ryan Priest had a hell of an accident uh, as well. Um, probably the wildest flip we've seen in a long time, uh, yes, certainly was, in the cup yeah. series, but, um, across the board, uh, we haven't seen a car flipping grass in a long time. Um, so that, I think that was a factor here. Um, able to get out did stay in the hospital overnight for observation, but he's, as far as I'm aware, good He's on the list. He's yeah. on the entry list. Yeah. yeah. So, um, obviously anything can change before the race. I'm sure he had to be, if he hasn't been still has to be cleared, uh, to race NASCAR is not just going to let him go without being cleared. So, but, uh, but he may have already been, I haven't seen an announcement or anything. Yeah. Like we that. haven't seen anything yet. I um, wonder but, if, I wonder if it's coming down to the, you know, yeah. For all intents, for all intents and purposes, James, I expect Ryan priest to be in the Me car too. this weekend. Yep. So, yep. um, he's a tough dude. Oh and, uh, but let's talk about this accident. So the first thing everybody says is we got to fix this. <laughs> we always got to fix NASCAR. Yeah. yeah. Do we have yeah. to fix it? Was, is, did something go wrong here? I mean, the only things I, I will say, a couple things that scared me. Yeah. A couple things that scared me. Uh, the velocity of the car crashing. I, I Eric, and, and you might disagree with me, and, and please do. Please, please, I know you're not afraid to let me know. No, no, don't worry. But the when this car reached its maximum height, it got it got up in the air at such a high rate of speed. I I don't know if I've ever seen a car in in the cup series do that yeah like i remember rusty wallace's tumble at talladega and that was extremely violent and we've had some pretty violent ones davy allison yeah um, i think rusty's daytona one was about the highest i've seen a cup car go yeah this i mean eric this car seemed to me to gain speed in the air well I'll, i'll tell you what the craziest view that i saw of this was from the grandstands yeah. The, the fan videos and seeing yeah. how high above the fence line this car was flying. Yes. I yes. mean, it was high up there. Yes. And, and chase Briscoe's in car camera. Yeah. It, the, the priest is crashing to his left and that car is not leaving his view. No. And, and Briscoe still has four tires on the ground. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, so back, back to your main question of, of trying to fix things. Um, I, 
we got to pave we got to pave that area that would be my you know my engineering degree <laughs> coming coming yeah. out right uh we we got to pave we just got to pave it and give those give these cars time now do Eric, you think you, that car doesn't lift off without the grass I, I, I think the car could still lift I off. I think the car but, is already airborne, regardless but of the, the grass. I, yeah, but the grass I think, helped it, but I, it was going airborne. But I think if we can eliminate some of the percentage of that car lifting off the ground, whether that's 10% or 20%, I don't know what that number is, but if, if having that whole backstretch blacktop now uh, helps that just a little bit, I think we got to do it. Well, here's my question. So that car, I think, is going airborne either way. So when it goes airborne and comes back down, would you rather it hit solid asphalt or dirt that gives? I don't think it goes as high as it does without hitting that grass. I don't know, man. I don't think it. That really? grass lot did you, like do a you remember, point. Do you remember Elliot Sadler's flip at Talladega? Oh, yeah. His car was... went just as high, and that was that was asphalt. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. So I, I think that car comes down on asphalt and does it hook and roll the way it did? Probably not, but it's coming down hard on I the think, roll cage. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I, th- I think we'd like to see, I don't know if NASCAR would ever release this data to us, but slowing things down and, and looking at them from, you know, all of the data and analytics that they have. Yeah. There's got to be ways that they can justify, you know, is it the grass that helped us or hurt us or... Is it the, you know, is it blacktop to give this car some more runoff time? I'm um, honestly surprised we haven't flipped a car in this grass as long as this grass has been here because yeah. we did it. Daryl Walter flipped in this, in this area back in the day and then they Lots paved the, the back stretch, yep. but where they, where Daryl flipped, they didn't it never got, never has been paved. So, cause it was the access roads that, that Busher or Busher that priest lifted up on. That yep. was the ones that got Daryl airborne and started him flipping. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, I'm, not, I'm surprised that, and maybe that is my argument that, man, it's so rare for it to happen. It's yeah that I don't know, and I don't, and I don't know how much it hurts the the road course racing and stuff because they have the inner loop there. Mm-hmm. I realize we did the inner loop with the cup cars on the front stretch without grass, yep. but the sports cars and stuff don't use that. They do use the backstretch one and you race, you race, you know, motorcycles and stuff through there. And yeah, there could be legit reasons why that grass needs to be there. I don't personally think we need to immediately go pave it. Sure. Um, I do think, I do think the grass contributed to the crash and I think it contributed to the severity of the crash, but I also don't know if, I don't know if it, if it contributed to the danger of the crash. Like I I said, I think, I think because it absorbed impact, because it gave helped, but I think it caused the car to flip more violently. Yes, it did. I and I think that. it's yeah. also the reason that we lost the window net and the and the roof hatch. The, yeah, the fire. What are the, what do they call that? The fireman's escape or whatever yeah. they call that. The the roof hatch thing. Yeah, those I think came off because of the grass. Um, that was that that when you see that in slow motion, that is terrifying Yeah, that that area is exposed. You know, I agree with that. And I, and I, I think it needs to be looked at. It's certainly something they need to work on, um, which you can't, you're never going to be able to test it without having a crash like this. And you're going to learn yes. from this. Yeah. Um, but I guess I wasn't as worried about it because if you watch the old flips from the nineties and stuff, the roof came off of all those cars, those drivers, every one of them were exposed in a flip and not, not, not saying that it was safe back then. Cause it wasn't, yeah. But it's also not uncommon for the roof to come off when the car flips through the grass. So, yeah. Yeah. 
So I don't know. I Yes, it was a problem. And certainly, especially the window net, thank God that his arms weren't flailing about and sticking out the window and something oh like that. And he's so, a big guy. Yeah. He's a big guy. I mean, he's it could have been a lot worse. Oh my God, I don't yeah. think there's anything. I don't think there's any point in looking at anything trying to trying to help the lift of these cars. I think. Oh, when they go backwards, they're going up. When they're you just, when you have a car that's designed aerodynamically to have a lot of downforce, when you turn it backwards, it's going to have lift. <laughs> there's yeah. just no way around yeah. it. And now it has this big flat surface on the bottom of it that creates a really nice wing that just lifts it up in the air. Yeah. Um. It does. I mean, to be honest, this could happen a lot more places. This oh, yeah, could happen could, at yeah. Michigan. This could happen in Atlanta. This could happen at all these tracks because they're going fast enough. Mm-hmm. This isn't because we're doing 190 miles an hour at Daytona yep. because these cars will do this at 160. Yeah. You know, it's just the design of the car. The, the lift is not as much as what you'd think it would need to be for a 3,500 pound race car to lift it in the yeah. air with how aerodynamic they are. So I wanted to say a couple things about this accident because a lot of people were really surprised by it. All of Twitter was is how amazed people were. They just weren't expecting this type of crash, blah, blah, blah. And I thought it was kind of odd because I didn't find anything that happened really unexpected. Um, first of all, we, we got to see our first real experience with a car barrel rolling when Chris Buescher did it at Charlotte last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and on, fa- on fake grass, by right? The way. Yeah. On fake grass. Exactly. Yeah. So let's not say fake grass is the way to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Cause that crash was likely caused because of the fake grass. So um, these cars are designed a to not flex and B to not come apart. And so they're going to flip differently than the car we've watched flip hundreds of times. And so they're very rigid. And so take, take a, I mean, you made a comment. I think that looked like a matchbox car. Yeah. Because a matchbox car is stiff. Take a, take a car made out of soft clay and flip it and see what it does. And then take a matchbox car and do it, make them the same weight. That matchbox car is going to flip like this because there's no bend to it. The other thing I wanted to say is with the air and everything is, James, we've seen this flip before. We saw this in 2007 at Michigan, but it wasn't a NASCAR. Yeah, we have. Yeah. It was Dario Franchitti flying yeah. down the backstretch at Michigan. Yeah. These things like have been made into airplane. heavy indie cars. Yep. And they're going to fly like an indie car. And so mm-hmm. it, I, I, when I saw that, when I saw that car flying in the air and doing three flips before it hit the ground, all I could think of was Dario Franchitti's crash. Yeah, it reminded. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. That's a really good one because yeah, that that one shocked me too when I saw it. Yeah, happen. I mean, um, it's this certainly wasn't to that level of insanity. Yeah, but um, T- Tony Stewart in the two thousand one Daytona five hundred, I thought of as well because his yeah. car got extremely high, but there was no, there was no velocity to that car. It was right. kind of it floated. You know. Yeah. Those old those old cars, they just kind of. Well, because they were like a parachute instead of a wing. Yeah, that car just deteriorated and kind of expanded and yeah. then came down in front of the field. This car, I mean, just... Well, that's because like those cars had a, so much... They, the, the cars lifted back then because they had pockets of air. The air yeah. would get into these pockets and lift it like a parachute. Now there's no pockets. It's yeah. all just flat surface, so now they fly like a wing, and so they're going to fly differently. Yeah. This is yeah, coming just, from somebody who has absolutely no physics experience whatsoever, but... I'm just pulling out of my butt, but that's, well, that's what I saw. I mean, yeah. And it's jarring to see a car crash like that. I think for yeah. us who watch, who watch, I mean, Eric, we've watched for many years, but we've always seen cars that flip, you know, they just kind of deteriorate and spread debris everywhere. Yeah. I mean, this car Nothing really came didn't... off of it. <laughs> no, it's, the, it was, it's one of the weird parts. It looked like a video game crash. I mean, yeah. I think that's why it looked like a video game crash. Yeah. 
you know. And I mean, that says something. That says something for what NASCAR has done with tethers and all that stuff to keep stuff from flying off of yep. it. Because yep. that's what hurts fans. Yep. It's not the car going into the catch fence. If the car gets the catch fence, it's the debris that goes through it. So yes. if you can keep the debris attached to the car, you've now made the fans a lot safer as well. Yeah. Yeah. So. Exactly. No, and this was, I mean, this was a moment though, Eric. Like, yeah. Definitely the biggest uh, biggest crash we've seen in a long time. Well, definitely the biggest one of the. It was the, the, it, the last time I remember being concerned like this was Ryan Newman at Daytona. Yep. Because we had that moment where you didn't know. Is he okay? We aren't hearing anything. The camera shot's wide. Nobody's saying anything. We aren't seeing replays, so obviously there's some question. Yep, and no, no reports from the infield care center. Yeah, even though we, even though we did see him, which was good, we right. saw him out of the car. But yeah. uh, man, oh man, thank goodness he's s- okay. You just, you don't want to be a Ryan right now in NASCAR. <laughs> no, uh, no, I wouldn't want to be a Ryan, especially last weekend. Did you see the radioactive? Uh, yes. From just yeah, really. I mean, you know, there's something to be said. Like, you know, there's drivers who drive me crazy sometimes but we got i mean it's such a brotherhood yeah that they that these guys have i mean all the dry i mean they were all concerned mm-hmm. and it's because it can happen to them too but you know this is one of their brothers out there i mean these guys yeah they may not like each other they may have rivalries but they're all doing the same thing and they all understand this better than anybody well none of them want anybody so to get i hurt. thought that was kind of cool no nobody wants that absolutely not yeah Absolutely not. So yeah, I was, uh, man, that was, that was something. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. Good stuff though. <laughs> it's just, it was a great race, a lot of tension. And then that happened and I just, I, my jaw was on the floor. I was right. like, holy cow. We, we've had two of these monster wrecks in this race. Yeah. Um, but, and then, uh, well, a tra- transitional moment, I guess, uh, the red flag comes out and then we well, have another, I was, I was going to say, so, 163 lap race. We went into overtime, 407.5 miles. Um, so that's what your leaders ran, except for Brad Keselowski, who ran a couple extra miles, probably, um, by doing donuts on the back. At least stretch. a half a mile, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Quarter mile, half mile, something like that. So yeah. I missed it originally because I watched the race delayed. I was at, at the track that night. Yeah, so I, I watched saw, super I saw late. Happened. And yeah. so I completely skipped the red flag. So I didn't see any of this and then found heard about it afterwards. Um, and went back and watched it. But, uh, yeah, Brad, apparently the car caught on fire and to put the fire out, he drove around in circles and, yep. uh, NASCAR did not penalize him for this. Do you think Brad should have been penalized for this, James? I have thought about this and we've had extra days to think about this. Yeah. And initially I thought, no, no. And then I thought, well, maybe he should have got sent to the back. Is it uh, different I... than getting out and pulling your fender out when you're leading on a red flag? Let me ask you this question. Let me a- answer your question with a question. Okay. How many drivers in that field, if their car had started smoking like that, would have let the car burn? Well, no. Versus what, what and so this was the burn. argument on DBC this week, too, because obviously... And I didn't listen to DBC, so you might have better insight on that than I do. But. Obviously, um, TJ Majors is Brad's spotter, and TJ was very adamant that th- everything was the way it should have been. Um, I don't think Brad did anything wrong. I would have done what Brad did. I think everybody would have done what Brad did. And I think Brad is brilliant for doing what he did. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Yes. That's what I wanted to get to. Absolutely brilliant. I thought it was the smartest thing I've ever seen. But that being said, he should have been penalized because he worked on the car. I think Sterling Marlin was brilliant for getting out of his car and trying to pull out the fender. Because, hey, what if they let let him do it? Good on him. But 
he was penalized and put to the back, which what, he should have been. Well, let me ask you this then. Okay. What did, you can keep what asking did, me questions. I'm not yeah, going to change my mind. What advantage did Brad gain by doing that? His car didn't burn up. That's the only thing, right? Yeah. Is that a competitive advantage or a safety advantage? A both, because if his car burns up, he can't race. If he has to get out of the car because his car is on fire, he puts his window net down, he's out of the race. Right, but here's my other question. So Brad lets that car sit there and start smoldering. Mm-hmm. Where's the safety crew at that current situation? No, I get it. Again, I'm not saying Brad not did anything there to, wrong. They're not even there to help him because right. they're tending to the, the crash on, you know, elsewhere. But, it, but let, me, let me say this. If Brad's car catches on fire on the backstretch and the safety crew is there to put it out and they come and put it out, he technically is involved in an incident and should go to the back. But he's not he involved in an incident. But he is. But he's not. But he's not. <laughs> I disagree with you. I think he should be. I think he should have some penalty for that. And the, I the don't car- think he should be penalized because he did anything wrong, but I think he should be penalized. He got a, he had an advantage. He, he, Let me ask you another question. Let me okay. see, I'm gonna see if I, I'm gonna see if I. You're can get not you. gonna do it. I, so these cars, we've we've had these issues before mm-hmm. with these cars. Mm-hmm. Is that the team's fault or NASCAR's fault that these cars are catching fire with? In those areas. Well, I would say it's NASCAR's fault because of the design of the car, but Kevin Harvick still is out of the race at Darlington because his car caught on fire. Sure. So? So the driver... It's no different. I, no different. I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I Like I said, I went back and forth on this, um, but I think you reward the brilliancy <laughs> of Brad Keselowski and you let him have his spot back. I think he should have been sent to the back. That being said, Shirley Marlin was actually pretty smart when he got out of his car. Yeah. But that's a written rule. Right. But that I, again, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Do it. Try it. Why not? Yeah. I, I mean, nowadays, nowadays, Sterling Marlin would be out of the race. Because well, you put your window net down and you're done. Yeah. And Brad said, Brad said, he goes, I, I knew what was going on there. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, he's like, my race is, is over if I catch on fire or what, whatever it is. Like, it's, yeah. it's done. So No, I don't fault Brad at all. He did exactly what he needed to do. Um, and I, if, if NASCAR would have said, put him in the back, he would have had absolutely no argument as to yep. why they shouldn't have. Well, if we're going to applaud Ross Chastain for his, his brilliance, uh, at Martinsville last year, I think we can, I think we can applaud Brad Kozlowski for being the smartest guy in the, on the track. Yeah. And I, I mean, if NASCAR would have penalized, I wouldn't have been mad about that. No, I wouldn't have been either. Right? I mean, I would, I think it would have been disappointing. Yeah. But I wouldn't have, I wouldn't, I would have gone like, yeah, you know, that makes sense. It was, it was, it was ridiculous, but good shot at trying it. You know, I'd yeah. still, even if he got penalized, even if he got, if he lost his chance at the playoffs for that, I still would go. That was a brilliant move. Good try. Also radioactive. All the drivers laughing at yeah. Brad. I actually like, was you? going to, there was a clip on TikTok that was just all the drivers going yeah. down and I was going to pull it for the intro, but I didn't have time to yeah. do it. And I'm like, you guys don't realize that like, he's smarter than everybody else out there. Right? <laughs> like, like it, was, it was pretty good. Like no, even Joey was giving it a laugh. But. The guy is smart. Did you watch the behind the scenes with him that NASCAR.com put out on YouTube? I didn't, I, no, I didn't see that. So yet. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I watched a clip that was on TikTok. And he was talking about, so when he bought or when he bought into the team, all of the toolboxes, everything at rfk now is black oh i've seen this black yes, and i white. did see this yeah. i did see this so it's black yeah. and white because the things that the things that you shouldn't be paying attention to should they should blend into the scenery so they're all black and white the cars are what matters the cars are colorful so that's yes. pretty interesting it's just such yeah, a, i did see such that. a penske mindset you know yeah i tell you what man he's really he's doing something he's a smart dude i've always thought he was a smart dude super special i mean this is what we're seeing now from him and that team is is really 
why I had confidence in him starting up over there. Yeah, I didn't. It's, I thought it was going to be a mistake, but so far. I just, yeah, I mean, I just, I was a, I just felt like, I don't know, I've, I've been a believer in Brad, and I just think he's been a brilliant race car driver. He's not the best ever, but he is just a brilliant race car driver, and a, and he's got that Penske mindset. He really, he brought a culture change over there. Yeah. And it's, it's pretty impressive. He's going to uh, make overall. a good team owner. Oh, he's going to be around for a long time. He's the kind of guy we need. Yep. In, in the garage. Um, exactly. I am ecstatic for how how he's turned that ship around in yep. the last in the last twelve months. It's been it's just been phenomenal. Me too. It's a huge accomplishment. Really, really great story. It really is. It really is. Um, so Chris Busher gets the win again, third win in five races. Um, shout out to Eric Almarola, third place finish here. Um, Gave her hell, man. Yeah, definitely. Uh, also giving her hell with a fourth place finish. Chase Elliott. When Chase missed the big one, when they showed the replay of him sneaking oh, his way through boy. the big one, I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to win this freaking thing. He's going to get in on a win. It, yeah, I thought it for a minute. And then Kevin Harvick, I thought the race was lost by Kevin Harvick on that last restart when he took the bottom. Yeah. I was, I don't know. I guess it doesn't matter that the RFK cars were going to tag team him no matter what. But that last restart, when he went to the bottom with Chase, I thought, well, it's over right there. Yeah, that's that's when I lost all hope for any anybody else coming out of there. Yeah, um, and Alan Gustafson gets a lot of crap. Yeah, I saw your car. I saw your tweet. Position, man. Yeah, <laughs> he did. Did he or did he not? Put no, hundred percent. I mean, as you said in your tweet, Alan Gustafson did not go snowboarding. He did not um, wreck any handling. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. It's not. It's not Alan Gustafson's fault that team didn't make no. the playoffs with the driver. Now it did as an owner. Right. He's in the owner's playoffs. Yeah. So, again, kudos to Alan Gustafson. I'll stand up for him, man. I don't care. I don't like when people get dumped on like that for no reason. He's a hell of really... a crew chief. Anybody... Oh, he's super smart. Let's put it this way. If 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 he was to get the boot from Chase, everybody in that garage wants him. Oh, there's a lot of teams that would. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where he's, he's... Not, he's not going anywhere. I don't know where he's at on the list of current crew chiefs right now, but he's, he's, he's not Rodney Childers, but he's probably in that. Yeah. You know, next group right there. I mean, that's he's he's one of the best. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. They're not they're not that stupid to, to no. pull him out of there. No, no, you can't break up any of those guys over there unless you put him with Bowman. I don't know. No, but no, uh, the no. whole no. the fact that he's in the in the owners championship is just proof. The whole failure to this season was the injury. Yeah, yeah. you know, or the suspension, honestly, because he might yeah. have still been able to get in without the suspension. Yeah, and if you're Hendrick, you're like, what? You can't break up the five or the twenty four, right? Like, those teams yeah, are doing be, what they're supposed that to. That would be dumb too. So. Yeah. So yeah, he's he's gonna be he's gonna be there. Get H- used to it. Hendrick knows yep. what he's doing. Oh yeah. Yep. Cookies, cookies and milk. Yeah. They'll, they'll figure it out. Uh, anybody else worth shouting out in this one, James? Before we move uh, out of the yeah, Cup series, I, I was gonna say B Dub. Uh, yeah. Wallace. Um, yeah. Good on him to get in. Oh man, sweating bullets there for a while though, because there was a lot kidding. of guys. <laughs> there was a lot of guys coming for his spot. Yeah. Uh, and I know he was super stressed out, but um, kudos to him for getting in. And uh, I know Kyle Petty gave him some crap this week, and some of it's deserved. Shut I mean, the hell up, Kyle Petty. What, is, what the f*** has Kyle Petty got to do with this? There you go. There you go. Thank you. I was kind of <laughs> hunting for it. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, there was a lot of guys that were fishing for that win. Justin Haley was there for a minute. Uh, so, But, yeah, Eric Amarola was probably the big threat. Um, I'll say it again. The only reason that Kyle Petty is relevant is because he runs his mouth. It he certainly does. isn't anything to eat it on the racetrack. Sometimes so. I have, sometimes I find myself agreeing with him, and I have to slap myself on the face a little bit. You know, usually, up, usually if I start finding myself agreeing with him, I realize I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> he 
it gave Bubba a hard time. I didn't which, see it, but I saw the people uh, complaining. I listened about to the it. pod. I listened to the podcast, and I and uh, I pretty much make it my goal to not listen to things that Kyle Petty is in. Uh, so. Yeah, usually I skip it, but this was an important <laughs> race, so I figured I'd better listen in, get some insights. But uh, yeah, I mean, Bubba gets paid the big. But now, now that Bubba's done it, he needs to just settle down, and just go attack and do his job. Yeah, yeah. Don't definitely. be scared of the moment, man. You got yep. this. Go be strong. Yeah. I regret every time that I said that Dale Earnhardt Jr. was equivalent to Kyle Petty. <laughs> God, that was a bad take. I wouldn't have brought that one back up. I would have let that one go. Well, I got to own it because I said it, but I was wrong. <laughs> Damn. Junior's yeah. so much more than Kyle Petty ever was. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's not close. No, not even close. Yeah. And continues on after their racing career, so. Yep. So it goes. All right. Um... The Xfinity Series was in action as well. Um, I don't know if there's a whole lot to talk about here, but Justin Allgaier finally gets himself his win. He didn't poop the bed. Yeah, about time. He had an opportunity to also. He could have he could have made the block at the end and, and wrecked when uh, Sheldon Creed was trying to pass him, but um, didn't do it. Held on and got himself his win. Uh, Sheldon yeah. Creed gets another second-place finish. Yeah, I was going to say, again, <laughs> we talked about Sheldon Creed. Uh, Sheldon Creed! <laughs> Not quite able to get it done. Yeah. Uh, but he's putting some momentum together here now. Back-to-back yeah. back second place finishes. So maybe. Maybe it's coming. How about Parker Kligerman so close to getting himself a playoff oh. spot? Yeah. And he's uh, got a full-time ride, looks like, for next year. So yeah. good good news for him. Things are looking up. I like yep. that. Good deal. Um, Ryan Sieg, always the Sieg guys are always up there toward the front. Um, yep. Ryan gets sixth place finish. Parker Retzloff, seventh place finish. Anthony Alfredo, your favorite, eighth the place sauce. finish. Yeah. Yeah. What happened with Trevor Bain and, uh, oh, God. Oh, no. Who did he have a run-in with? I don't remember, but oh, I... Oh, crap. No, somebody... He was mad at somebody. Yeah, oh, I, I remember, but I don't remember. Was it uh, Was it Sam Mayer? It might have been Sam Mayer. I can't remember. I, can't, I, I, can't. I, know, I'm, I know. I know. It's been too long. We, I know. I, I, week, was gonna, I was going to rewatch the highlights, too, before this. So I got screwed over on the end of this one because I watched this one delayed, too, um, as I was out watching the All-Star Circuit of Champions sprint cars this night. And yes, you uh, yeah, so, you got your pricing. Yeah, <laughs> right. So I got uh, I watched this delayed. And uh, because it was extended uh, due to cautions and whatever, uh, the YouTube TV cut off the end of the recording, so no, of course, I lost course. the last restart and had to watch it on YouTube. So all I could think of was Trevor Bain comes in, he parachutes in for for a race again, and he's already starting crap. Yeah, with people, I'm like God, good lord. Yeah, but Trevor, Trevor wants really bad to be a full time driver. He just wants, yeah, and he, he is fighting like hell to get it. Yep, and I think he gets himself a win, and he he's, he, he he does it. I think he gets himself a ride. Not going to be yeah. in the Cup Series, but he can get himself an Xfinity Series ride. Yep. I mean, I think he might be working toward one anyway. Um, can you believe he's 32? No. Oh, my God. That makes that makes me feel old. <laughs> he was a baby back in the day. Yeah. Wow. He's he's still feisty. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he might be feistier now than he was when he was racing full-time. Yeah, maybe. Because he wasn't very feisty back then. He needed to be. When he was out of the seat for so dang long, too. That was... Yeah. Well, I mean, we look back at where he was at, you know, he gets a lot of crap for winning the Daytona 500 and not doing anything after that. But, I mean, he spent a decent amount of time at Roush Fenway, and we know what they were like. So I don't think people remember he got sick for a while. Kind of stunted some of his development. Yeah. Eric, I was going to ask you, too, your favorite driver (laughs) was in this race. Yeah. 
Yeah, she was. <laughs> I mean, she was. It depends on your definition of in this race, James. I mean, she was on the grid. She, she was, was on the grid. She was on the racetrack at the same time as the race was going on. She, she let's put it Jones. this way. She was close enough to the field to still manage to get involved in a wreck. It's incredible. Yeah. It really is one of the more incredible things. In I've case you're seen. wondering, we're talking about Natalie Decker. Eric's favorite. Yeah. yeah. After after your after your rant last week. Oh, did you see the did you see the TikTok of her her boyfriend defending her? No, I don't do that. For being involved in the accident? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh no. It was just is as that... it was just as brutal as what you'd expect. <laughs> All right, link me. She was yeah. I'll, I'll have to find it. She was bashing people that she was she was bashing people that only have played NASCAR Heat and their opinions on NASCAR. <laughs> Yeah. So, sorry, Natalie, you suck. <laughs> and just for the record, it has nothing to do with the fact that she's a girl. She's just not good. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> sorry. Oh man. <sighs> How many? Wow. What do we got? Two races left before the playoffs for the Xfinity Series. I don't even remember. Are yeah, they... it's it's dragging. The Xfinity I mean, Series takes a minute to. Ridiculous! How long this this the, just for God's sakes, just end the right end the regular season of the same track for all these series. And uh, this is so dumb. The Trucksters has been in the playoffs for about a month. It's so, so stupid. Yeah. And they run two yeah. races. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> stupid. The truck series schedule always baffles me because they come in hot and heavy and then they disappear. Well, it's because they, they have to start the season at the same time as the cup series and they have to end the season at the same time as the cup series. And it's just a mess, but they got half the races. Ugh, terrible. Uh, let's see. Uh, Parker Retzlov, highest finishing rookie, seventh place finish. Austin Hills, your points leader, 27 points over Justin Allgaier as we approach the end of the regular season, whenever that happens to be. We'll probably crown a Cup Series champion before they get to the playoffs in the Xfinity Series. So, <laughs> uh, Truck Series was in action as well. We got to see an old uh, an old favorite. An maybe old friend. Not, maybe, yeah, yeah, friend, friend, not favorite. Yeah. Uh, the Milwaukee Mile made its return to the NASCAR, uh, NASCAR uh, Series. Um, and Grant Enfinger was able to get the win uh, pretty much dominated this race until they, uh, what I think they had a pit, didn't they have a pit stop issue or something that put him back. Yeah. A little bit? He, yeah, he didn't. Uh, well, he won all three stages. So yeah. I, don't, I mean, he had, issues, he had to come yeah. through a ways to get the win at the end, but it was pretty much a yeah. foregone conclusion. He was winning this race, man. That duel with host was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was, that was, that, that, that was, was the good. only fun thing was, of this race actually. Yeah, Carson was giving it to him as hard as he could, but he just didn't have the he just didn't have the stuff. Um, but yeah, that was I mean, good lord, Carson Hosevar continues to impress me now. Like he's he's gotten now to the point where we I think we were hoping he would get to a year ago. Yeah, he's starting to really I agree. put it together. But yeah, Grant was pretty sure we're gonna see him racing on Sundays next year. <clears throat> well, we're gonna see him racing on Sundays uh, in less than three days. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think I think he'll be in a cup car next year. I think we'll see him full time in a cup car next got, year. That's I think my prediction. Got an idea. Yeah, something's going on there. There's yeah. a, a couple of openings that keep uh, we keep hearing about. We'll talk His about name keeps popping up. That's for sure. Yeah, he's not going to the expanded series. I don't think. I don't think so either. Um, yeah. I, again, I mean, great to have Milwaukee Mile back on a schedule. Um, yeah, that was good. But this track just isn't a great track for stock cars. Um, great for indie cars. I don't think it's a great track for stock cars. I will say I was very impressed with how high the trucks were running. There certainly was room to run that just didn't lend itself to side by side racing. And maybe it's the truck series. Maybe you put the Xfinity cars here and they can battle a little bit more. But I wasn't terribly impressed with the racing and the yeah. the, the lack of enthusiasm in the Fox broadcast because they're you know 
couple hundred miles away from where the race is actually being taking place is also just brutal. Yeah. It just makes me not want to watch the series and it's so disappointing. Yeah. Well, maybe they'll get a deal with the CW. Yeah, maybe. Um, anybody who will send their announcers to the track would be good. Um, I'm grumpy today, James. <laughs> it's all right. It's been, a, it's been, yeah, it's well, been you had your internet week. problem. It's been so a long it's week. good. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, somebody else who's a little grumpy, Ty Majeski, um, gets himself a oh. big penalty. Uh, sounds like they were bleeding tires. Is that what uh, what the consensus That's is? That's my understanding of it. Yeah. And, and Carson, speaking of Carson, uh, one of the reasons that he is so much fun is he just says what he what he thinks. <laughs> oh, uh, so, uh, yeah, he's like, well, now it's an even playing field. That, that was interesting. <laughs> but, yeah, I think that was my understanding of it. They they were fiddling with the tires and got slapped pretty good. Yeah. Him, let's so. see. Uh, it was an L2 penalty, right? I believe. Yep. Uh, yep. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, he earned negative 41 for the day, there you uh, go. according to racing reference, and, and negative five playoff points. Uh, crew chief Joe Shear has been fined $25,000 and suspended for the next four NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series. I still can't say Craftsman, man. It's been almost a whole season. Craftsman Truck Series Championship Point events through Homestead. Uh, team and driver have been assessed with the loss of 75 points and five NASCAR playoff points. So slap on the wrist for, for Majeski. Big um, one. But yeah. yeah, that was five playoff points matter. Yeah, and I, I, you know, I heard Moody say, you know, this is a big deal when he doesn't, if he doesn't make the championship four. But I mean, he's making the, he's probably making. The I game. mean, maybe now that they took the took the cheat away, though, maybe he's not. I don't know. He's locked into the next round already. So yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know. I I called this a nothing burger, but I could be wrong on that. I mean, penalties come back to haunt you in, in weird ways. Um, like I said, junior. It, it, yeah, I mean, it comes down to, to me, it's less about the penalty and it's more about whether this takes away competitive advantage that they had. Yeah. You know, I mean, were they using this at, at, you know, um, IRP? Was I guess IRP? we're going to find out. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. IRP, ORP, all the RPs. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. Yep. Yep. Uh, let's talk some news, James. We've got some silly season news. Most of this is silly season. Um, Joe Gibbs says he's expects an announcement soon on Hamlin. Um, however, Hamlin was kind of a little, he was grumpy today. Yeah. He was not very committal. Um, he said hundred percent that he wants to return to Joe Gibbs racing, but, um, not real committed to anything beyond that. So, um, still up in the air. What's going to happen here? Yeah. Um, I assume he'll sign and I assume that 2311 will stay, uh, with Toyota, but, um, you know, since we recorded last time, there were a lot of interesting rumors floating around about charters for sale. Stuart Haas might be selling a couple charters. Mm -hmm. Um, yep. they did ask Denny if he would field three teams next year. And he said only if an apocalypse happens. <laughs> um, so here's my, here's my question about Denny Hamlin. Yeah. So he starts this whole brouhaha, mm -hmm. um, on his contract and now he's getting agitated with the media. Yeah. I'm like, Danny, you're, you're playing games. I, and I don't blame him. None for, of these guys like media day though. I know, but I'm like, you know, you're, you gotta, like, you gotta play both sides. I know he's doing, I know he's doing, you know, negotiating through the media. So right. I don't know why he's so grumpy. So I don't know. But Joe Gibbs, I tell you what, he's got one, he's got one heck of a word document that he's been using since 1997. <laughs> right. Cause he says the same dang thing every time a contract's up. I mean, this is the this is Kyle Busch all over again. The same the same text. 
Yeah. It's just that I think it's going to play out a little differently because I think Hamlin comes back, but still. So same, same playbook. The uh, the the transcript here. Um, do you want to stay at Joe Gibbs Racing? Hundred percent. Have you started exploring other options if you don't return to Joe Gibbs Racing? He says, "See, that's a play on words. That's not nice. Why would you do that?" I have a race team. I always have options. If you're just a driver, you're at the mercy of whoever will hire you. I will hire me. Um, could 2311 run three full time cars next year? Um, I mean, if an apocalypse comes, yeah. <laughs> He says FedEx will be on the car next season. On the no, 11 he, car. he said the FedEx will be on the 11. That's car what I said. He said FedEx yeah. will be on the 11 car. I don't know the details of it, but certainly we're going to continue that partnership. That's been 20 years strong. I've got a lot of great, great relation. I've got a great relationship. The 11 Joe Gibbs and FedEx. I've got a great relationship with all of them. So chose his words wisely. Yeah. We'll see. We'll I don't see. know, man. <clears throat> Ryan priest said, he expects a contract extension in the coming weeks. So yeah. I don't know if two charters are for sale. They might sell one though. I don't see it happening, man. I don't see it unless, unless SHR is planning on leaving the sport. Can I, I don't see the point in selling charters because there's so much money wrapped up into them guaranteed money by having the charters. That's what's been said all along. I mean, yeah. I guess when they're $20 million a pop or $40 million a pop or whatever they are, but I don't know. Yeah, you got to think long-term, long-term earnings yeah. versus, but could I make an argument that maybe a two car team in this day and age of NASCAR might be a better way I to go. I think Brad Keselowski's already made that argument. You're track house racing. Yeah. You're lean. Yeah. Track house is doing great this year. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, they've had moments. Um, I mean, two of the Hendrick cars, <laughs> right? So, um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I was just thinking that I'm like, you know, maybe if you make things a little bit leaner, uh, run a two car team as efficiently as possible. Maybe that's maybe that's got its advantages. I don't know. I don't think it does if you want to be one of the top teams. But they ain't got no sponsorship. That's I got you. I hear you. I don't know. Smithfield's not coming back. I don't. No. Like that's out there now. Smithfield and, and Eric Amarola are, are done. That's that ten car is is going to need to be filled. Yeah. So we'll see. That's that's coming. You mentioned earlier Carson Hosevar is going to drive the 42 car this weekend at Darlington. Awesome. Um, good for Carson. He was excited. Tweeted today. First time his name has been on a car, on a cup car. So that was cool. Um, good for him. I mean, I guess if he goes and runs well in the 42 car, that shows that he's going to do great in the cup series because that car has sucked. Oh, man. So, I mean, basically he's going out to run some laps, right? And he was good in the Spire 7 yeah. at Gateway. Yeah, but Spire's he, uh, been better than Legacy. Yeah, outside <laughs> I mean, of Eric, yeah, outside of Eric Jones, yeah. um, who has just flashes. Um, just well, that's the thing. Is, it's because he's Eric Jones. It's not because yeah, the car. Because he, he's brilliant. <laughs> it's in spite the of the are, car. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but maybe, I don't know, show a flash in the in the 42, maybe. I don't know, maybe that's a ride for him. Maybe. A couple other teams are looking around. Yeah. Some Chevrolet teams sniffing around, so we'll yeah. see. Uh, Matt Benedetto is looking at plans for 2024. Um, he will be leaving, Ra uh, Rackley, Rackley, right? Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, announced that says he doesn't have anything, um, lined up for next year. So I guess, um, I mean, he put that car in the, that truck in the playoffs, right? So, yeah. um, maybe he's due for an upgrade. Yeah. I don't have a lot to say on Matt Benedetto. Another truck series ride. I don't see him going to Xfinity to you. Uh, who's going to take him on? I don't, I mean, unless, unless he can convince like Dale Jr. to bring him in and well, put him in one of those thing. cars. Like, if 
if you're going to go to the Xfinity series, especially if you're him, you got to get a junior. Well, and that's the thing. Like junior's not putting uh, junior's cheap. He's not putting anybody in that car without funding. Right. I mean, that's, that's how Brandon Jones got the ride. I mean, Gibbs ain't doing it either. No. So you're not going to get in one of those top teams on charity. Right. You're going to have to earn it and you're going to have to bring sponsorship. And Matt has historically not brought sponsorship with him. Yep. That's been his biggest problem. Yep. I don't think it's ability. I think it's lack of sponsorship. Yep. So. I think so. Um, AJ Allmendinger may be replaced for 2024 in the Cup Series. This came out today. Um, apparently, there was talk uh, previously to have Austin Hill replace AJ next year um, before the Haley announcement, um, before Haley announced he was leaving, and AJ would have returned to the Xfinity Series for colleague. Mm-hmm. Um Interestingly enough, Chris Rice said on DBC this week that they have the 31 car filled. An announcement will come in the next couple of weeks. Um, he said it would sh- it will shock the world, was his quote. Okay. So who, who first of all, it's Chris Rice. So, you know, <laughs> he is a bit of a salesman. Him and, him and Matt Collig do their own thing. Um, but... Let's just say Jeff Gordon. Let's just yeah, right. Let's just say he really is going to shock the world. Who would shock the world by signing with colleague to go in the thirty-one car? Uh, Tony Stewart. (laughs) Realistically, who would Dale Dale Earnhardt Jr. Realistically, who would shock the world? There, there was rumors that maybe a Formula One guy or something. Denny Hamlin. Is it is it SVG? Would SVG shock the world? Uh, no. Well, I mean, nobody's expecting to go there, right? Maybe, maybe some other parts of the world. Maybe. Chris Rice said the, he was asked in the Q and a portion, um, which driver he has or name a driver that he's come the closest to signing that he didn't sign. And his answer was Kyle Busch. He was in talks with Kyle Busch last season and it got far along. He said, Kyle's not leaving Richard right now, though. No, I'm not. I'm not suggesting that. But I'm just saying it's interesting yeah. that Kyle was an option last year, and that, that they team were close. Sucks. So, <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> sorry, <Yeah>. sorry. <laughs> Is Carson Hosevar? Would Carson Hosevar shock the world? No, it has to be a big name to shock the world. I, That's what I would think. Justin Noah Allgaier. Greg- Noah Gregson. Noah Gregson was rumored. Would that Maybe shock Noah the Greg- world? <laughs> no. I mean, I, I can't think of anybody unless it's somebody from some other series. It's got to be somebody from the Hall of Fame. That's it. <laughs> Trevor Bain? No, it can't be SVG. He's going to do the track house thing. It, is he, though? I mean, they need a charter. Why would you kick out AJ Elmendinger for SG, SVG? Yeah, he's not going to run the Cup Series full time next year. No, There's I no don't way. think that's it. I don't think that's it. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, I guess we'll see. Yeah, we'll see if he's just being a, if he's just being a salesman or what. Hopefully no sooner rather than later. Yeah. Um, speaking of DBC, uh, they talked schedule a little bit on there. Um, Chris Rice again uh, said to he said to expect at least one double header on the 2024 schedule. They've got the two week uh, Olympic break that we're expecting to happen again next year, um, which I hate, but it'll it's gonna happen excited. anyway. <laughs> um, and the way to do that without having to end the season later or start the season earlier is to double up a race. Um, however, he said that in this double header. Uh, it will not necessarily or even likely be the same track. Instead, two tracks that are close together. They suggested like a Martinsville and a Richmond or that was my, yeah. Yeah. Um, that was my first guess. And it would not be a Saturday, Sunday doubleheader. It would be a Wednesday, Sunday doubleheader, 
which I'm Char- guessing Char- you're excited Char- about that, right? Wednesday yeah, I night? like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that. I like I like a uh, random midweek race. Yeah. I mean, COVID, COVID, one of the good things about COVID was there was nothing going on, and we had weekday races that I actually kind of enjoyed. So Yeah. If you want to make me deal with a two-week break, give me a doubleheader somewhere like give this. Me, yep. And, and make those bad boys 300 miles long. Yeah. Let's roll. Let's go. And I will say that the Saturday-Sunday doubleheader didn't work. From no. from a com- competition standpoint, it didn't work yeah. because and the, we, unfortunately, the, the car that was good the first day was good the second day. Yeah, and, and also unfortunately, we didn't see the business aspect of it because it was you know it was scheduled to happen and then COVID right. hit and we never really got to see what it would have looked like. So yeah, it just it, yeah, I yeah. don't think it I don't think it lined up for what they were hoping it would be. So. No, but, Kevin but I like this dominated Michigan and yeah, you know so. But yeah, I'm good with a Wednesday. And as long as it's, yeah, I'm, I would love to see. Uh, oh man, I don't know. As long as it's not in the playoffs, the playoffs need to be once a week. How about North Wilkesboro and Darlington? Would be fine. Those are close together. They got lights. They gotta have lights. Or North Wilkesboro and Charlotte. Those are close together. Those are even closer together. Or Nashville and Bristol. Yeah, Nashville like and that. Nashville. I mean, that won't there happen next go. year. But how about in the future? Double Nashville, yeah. Wouldn't that be cool? Oh, that'd be a, that would be sick. Can yeah, you two different types of tracks. Oh man, yeah, I'm all for that. Yep, I like that. Would that. Be awesome. Yep. Let's uh, let's do Charlotte and Charlotte. We'll run the the oval one day and the roval the next. Well, I got one. Uh, <laughs> well, no, it wouldn't work. No, I was thinking Montreal and something, but yeah, you have to have lights. That's the thing. We got to cross the border too. That yeah, border crossing is gonna. Butt. <clears throat> be a pain montreal Watkins Glen would be an interesting one but yeah, you know, yeah i think uh i think that the the task of crossing the border with the cup series is going to be a lot bigger than crossing the border with the xfinity series yeah it's a lot more stuff you got to get across the border yeah yeah so uh any other news did i miss anything so we can talk for two hours now on the playoff bracket <laughs> oh god no no I think all right we're good. I, I didn't see anything on the twitters let's get into the playoffs. let's talk playoffs so the main okay. thing i want to do here um, is I want to, um, it, rather than go through our entire bracket, like we've done in the past, we're going to, what we're going to do is we'll kind of hint around. Um, but the plan is I think to go f- first four out and then we will name our final four and our champion, um, rather than go through the whole thing. So, um, on that note, I got to figure out who my first four out are because I just filled in the bracket. <laughs> I didn't fill in who I left out. Well, I'm I'm ready if you want me. Yeah, to Yeah, go my ahead. Pick. Who are your four out, James? Okay, so I've got actually. Let me grab a pen while I'm doing this. I've got uh, McDowell out. Okay. Sorry, I'm leaning away from the microphone. I've got McDowell out. I've got Stenhouse out. I think those are the easy ones. Uh, I've got, let's see, I'm just making sure I'm looking at this correctly. Ross Chastain is out. He hasn't done anything to sh- prove me otherwise. Are you, would you disagree with that? Well, I guess we'll talk about yours. Yeah. Okay. And then I have, ooh, this is going to make people mad. Uh, Ryan Blaney. Okay. Got Ryan Blaney out. Okay. Give me your four real quick again. Cause I was half paying attention. Cause I, I, okay. I made changes to mine. And then the they didn't all they didn't all stick, so I gotta okay. I gotta remember what I made. I got okay. Ross. I'll start at the top. Ross okay. Chastain out. Ryan Blaney out. Michael McDowell out. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. out. So I have everybody that you have except for Chast. No, I have everybody you have except for I don't have McDowell and I don't have Chastain out. 
Mm, okay. So you got Blaney out too. I do have Blaney out. What does that say about Ryan Blaney right now? I don't know. They're just not consistent. So I have yeah, I have Ryan tough. Blaney out. I have Tyler Reddick out. Um, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I just don't think that they've done enough lately to uh, to get in the next round. Well, and they keep screwing themselves up. Actually, that's not a bad that you know you saying that it's got me thinking about it a little bit. Um, and then, but I I think about I I can't get past Kansas. I cannot get yeah. past Kansas, and maybe that's the fault of my bracket so far. Is maybe just one twenty three eleven car can get through. Well, and, and that's, maybe that's where maybe my, two of them can't. That's where my last one is because. I think McDowell gets in. I think McDowell is has been good enough lately that he's going to get into this round. I don't think he's going to move beyond this round, but I think he gets into mm-hmm. the round of 12. Um, I think Kevin Harvick has already retired. <laughs> Honestly, I think I think Harvick's attitude today showed it. I think Harvick's attitude previously showed it. I don't know if you know Kevin Harvick that well. I think Harvick has already he's retired. A, he is ready to be done. I Eric, I put he's going to come. He could come out and win Darlington. What's his nickname? What's his name? I got it, but he's, I'm telling you, he's done. He's a killer. He's done. Kevin Harvick, Kevin Harvick is going to pull the 2011 smoke show and win five of these things and take the championship. So I have Harvick out and I have Bubba Wallace in. Yep. I got my, yeah. Yep. That's fine. And I think there's going to be some shockers like that. So that's, that's where I'm at. Yep. So final four, who's your final four, James? Should we do the round of eight? Should we do the round of eight? Do you want to, we, we weren't going to go through every round, but we can. Oh, okay. That's fine. Um, we're right, gonna, so you, we're going to post these brackets on oh, on, okay. uh, on the website. So if you guys want to go to the superspeedway.com. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. So, I mean, we yep. can. We can go through eight if you want to. We can, no, we can knock okay. our next four out. No, that's okay. That's right. okay. So my final four, let's let's let's, let, let's do it this way. Yeah. Let's do it this way. I'm going to say a name, then you say a name. We'll see if we'll see how we'll see how many we have in common. Okay, go ahead. Uh, William Byron. So I had him out originally and I couldn't do it. You can't do it, right? It's too hard. I feel like I feel pretty confident that he's not going to make the final four, but not confident enough to take him off the bracket. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he's in. So, so I gave him. We, we both have Byron. All right. Now you want to go? Uh, sure. Um, okay. The obvious, Martin Truex Jr. Yeah, we got Truex. Yeah, yep. Truex both, Okay, so we got two for two, Byron yep. and Truex. Now is where we're going we're gonna to differ. We might. We might. Uh, I'll go with my – I'll go with – the one that you'll probably be able to guess, okay. uh, Kyle, Kyle Larson. I got Kyle Larson in. I do not have Larson in. Inconsistency. Um, yeah, and, and honestly, Larson, Larson to me is interchangeable with Byron. There is going to be a Hendrick car in the final four. It's just a matter of which one it is. I just, I have a hard time, and this is why I, this is why I can't, I can't get rid of him. He's the best driver in the sport. No, I, I agree, but and, I don't like, think he's he been the best driver on, this year. That's so fine. Here's the problem with with Kyle Larson. Okay, so somebody I don't remember what podcast it was that I listened to that said this, but it was a really good point. And not that Larson was bad last year because he ran great last year, but Larson's problem with this car is that Larson is a dirt racer. Larson races sideways. He races a loose race car. This car races like an Indy car. It doesn't go sideways. It's straight. It's locked in. As soon as you get it sideways, you spin. Who's driving an IndyCar next? I know, but that doesn't mean he's going to win it. <laughs> I know. I'm just joking. I'm just giving you a hard time. <laughs> I just don't think that this car suits Larson like the old car did. Oh, well, fair no, enough. I'm not, again, I'm not saying, I still think he's probably better than 90% of the drivers out there, even not being as good as he was last he, year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you, he's the best driver in four wheels in the world right now. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, for sure, by far. Yeah, um, best driver in the world. But I, again, I could see Larson making the final four, but in that case, then Byron doesn't. I don't think both Hendrick cars make it, but one of them does. All I right, can't. So got, I can't count Hendrick out. So we've got disagreement here. Yes. Yeah, so so my good. my replacement for Kyle Larson is Denny Hamlin. Okay. See, and I I'm iffy on Denny Hamlin because I feel like Denny has already he's already making excuses. I think you said that. Yes, he is. So yeah, he's already started. He's already started. His foot hurts and all this other nonsense. He's but doing. it's it's Denny, man. I just I think Denny makes it. I think he's gonna power through. See, I. I don't have Hamlin. I'll say that, but okay. I think my, so my version of the, the, the chalk, right. You, you know, you were to say go chalk and the four guys who would automatically be in yep. Byron Larson, Truex Hamlin. I think those are like the, the favorites, right? Those yeah. are the guys. That's definitely like, the easy way to go. Yes. I think so. I think, I think <laughs> that's I'd the, be pretty, I would, I would put money in Vegas on that. But we, four. <laughs> we know. Yes. And, but, but what do we know about the playoff? somebody finds a way. Yeah. Then somebody I, I've got that somebody, but it's not, I think I do too. And you're going to, if you take it, I'm probably going to be the same one. Well, you get to go next. So no, I said Larson and you said, Oh, oh yeah, I, that's right. So, yeah. So, okay. You get to pick the first one this time. All right. Um, it, it, we might have the same one just because of things you've said. It's Chris Buescher. Oh no, it's not. I don't have really? Chris yeah. I have Chris Buescher making the final four. You want to know who I picked? You picked Brad. You're, you're going <laughs> to, yeah, yeah. I did. See, that's it's hilarious because Brad's not the guy there right now. <laughs> it's such a contradiction of everything I believe in. <laughs> that's funny. So here's what I did. Here's okay. what I did. I t- actually had Chris Bell here, and I kept thinking to myself, "No, I haven't seen enough out of Chris Bell. Mm-mm. I don't like it. I don't like it." But I don't have. Bell, ex- I don't have Bell making eight. He's oh, out, well, I have. See, I have. I have Bell making eight. I just think that he's he's still too fast not to make eight. But see, that's the thing. Like. Who do you kick Bell out for? Like I got Busher going all the way to eight, I got Reddit going all the way to eight. Hmm. Um, but where I, do you got Kyle Bush? Where's Kyle Bush fall out for you? I got Kyle Bush eliminated in the round of twelve. Wow, I, I, see, just I don't, don't, I don't like what I'm seeing. See, Bush, no. Bush was a final four for me. I changed it at the last minute. Oh, you did? Because I think Bush is another one of those guys that Joey Logano is the same way. I don't. It's I really don't, hard to make a, a final four without putting Joey Logano in there. I don't. I, yeah, I know. And I, but I don't. I don't like the round of twelve for Kyle. Yeah. All outside of Texas, like he, I don't like Talladega for Kyle, and I don't like Charlotte for Kyle. That's true. That's a good point. I don't like either of those tracks for him. That's why. And, That's and a good Joey, argument. And I didn't. Joey I didn't was really hard, and, and yeah. I had a hard time with Joey. I, I, just I got don't Joey. Think, I don't think Penske's good enough right now. Yeah. But the, there's always guys who who advance who shouldn't advance, and that's the hard part for me is I'm trying to identify guys who shouldn't advance. Right. But one thing I really like about Brad, and I I like this for Brad over Kevin Harvick even, is Brad's just there. And he's gaining a ton of stage points, and I think he's going to get all the way through. Um, now, now he's going to have to win a race, and that's where my big contradiction is. I think you got to win a race to get to four. Uh, he's got to win somewhere along the way. Um, I think the only way you don't win a race to get to four is if Truex and Byron win a race. Right. Right. If, if Truex yep. and Byron win one of those three races in the round of eight, then there's a chance for somebody you to get it on points. Yep, and it's it's well documented. You cannot win the championship without winning a race right. somewhere along the way, whether that's yeah. the one at Phoenix or yeah, somewhere along well the way. Be the last one, and that's and that's where I struggle. And and I I know I I know what I sound like when I say, oh, you gotta win. You know, I th- I believe all of these things, but I do believe that there's something special going on with RFK, and maybe Busher doesn't get through, but one of them might. One of them yeah. might. And if and if there's gonna be one upset in this in this group here, why not Brad Keselowski? Why not? Why not? Why not him going to Talladega and winning? 
you know, yeah. why not? Why not Brad having a good run at at Homestead, you know, and or or you know any of these places? Like I, I I think if if I'm gonna make a reach on somebody, and that's what I'm doing here, I'm, I'm gambling. I'm gonna I'm gonna reach for somebody I got faith in. I got faith in that guy. Now that being said, Chris Busher is the better of the two in that team, and I sound like an idiot. So, <laughs> but. It is what it is, man. I, I you gotta take a couple of risks. I'm gonna take a risk here. And I'm gonna throw them in there. My original final four was Truex, Bush, Larson, Busher. That yeah. was my original one, and I changed. That's a good it. final four. That's yeah. a good final four. Yeah. So um, yeah, I I had I had an icky feeling about Chris Bell. I was just like, I gotta, I don't, I don't like it for some reason. I just, I wasn't sticking with me. And I didn't want to put, I didn't want to put Hamlin in there. So we so. we I, I I'm gonna predict this right now. We both had the same champion. We probably do. MTJ? No, wow. we don't. I got MTJ. Nope. nope. Martin's, take, uh, Martin's my champion. Yep, I'll take I'll take Byron. I don't think so. I'd be happier with Byron, but I, th- I think Truex is a champ. And see, this is again me sounding like a dumb, like a dumb. Yeah. You know what? Well, like, you're of course James. Of course James picked William Byron. Of course. Ugh. Eric, the last time we raced at Phoenix, who won? Was it William Byron? I don't remember. It was, it was William Byron. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. And how many pe- how many times have people gone back to back on tracks with this? Not car? very often. Yeah. Not very exactly. often. Not very often. Truex gonna win the championship. This is Truex's year, man. Maybe. I think it is. Maybe. He's gonna go from not being in the playoffs to winning the title. Did, is that gonna, what Joey Logano did? He's gonna go from not like not only not being in the playoffs, but like everybody having him retiring at the end of the season. <laughs> Jeez. Did it I think Logano I think Logano did that where he, he I don't think missed he missed it. I don't think he's missed the playoffs completely at all, has he? He did, yeah, he did. Remember he won a race but it got encumbered. Do you remember this? Oh that's right. You're yeah, right. he went yeah, he did. That was his first he one, mi- yeah. Yeah, he missed twenty seventeen, he finished seventeenth in points. You're right, I forgot and then about he, that. Yep, and then he won the twenty eighteen twenty eighteen cup. Yep. So yeah, there you go, pulling the Joey Logano. Yeah. Seventeen to one. This just feels like one of those years to me that is just this. He is. This is a Truex type of year. He's the favorite. He's been the front runner all year. That's how Truex wins races. He dominates races. He's going to dominate the championship. He is the favorite. If I had like gun to my head, I would probably have to say Martin Truex Jr. Go with my heart. He's going to be good this weekend at Darlington. He'll be good at Kansas. He's good at Bristol. Yes. Next yes, next round, you know he's great in the Roval. Mm-hmm. I can't remember how he does at Texas. He'll be fine. He'll be fast. Think about Michigan and what he did there. He'll be fast. He's got he'll Martinsville in the round of eight. Yep, he'll be good there. Byron I mean, will be good there as well. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. It's gonna be fun. I love yeah, it. I this love this time good, of year. I, like I said, this is the toughest. This is the toughest bracket I think I've had to fill out. Yeah. Because I think we have a clear cut two. I think Truex and Byron are are definitely. I think Truex even is the one A to, to Byron's one B, um, and I can't count out Kyle Larson. I just can't. I can't. But Denny Hamlin's right there too. So, I mean, this are this is this is pretty stacked. And you can tell me Kyle Busch is going to make a run. Yeah. I haven't seen it out of him lately, but like crap, man, he could break everybody's bracket. So if you look at, give me three drivers out of the top sixteen that you know. Are not going to win the championship. Can you do that? Can, that you can say that you, could, that you would try. be willing to put 
Let's say you would be willing to put a thousand bucks down, James. Okay. These three drivers will not win the championship this I year. I think I can get. I think I can get you to four. Really? I, I don't get you to four. I don't I get you to four. I don't think I can give you three. Let me try. Let me try. Okay. Bubba Wallace. You'd put a thousand dollars down that Bubba's not going to win the championship. Yeah, he's he's not mentally tough enough. Okay. I would say he won't win it. He can't win a championship. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Okay, I'll give you that one. I agree with that one. Michael McDowell can't. Yep, I there's agree with no, Michael McDowell. There's no way. So there's three. I don't have another one. I have Michael McDowell and Stenhouse. I can't, I can't give you a third. As much as I want to, I can't say Ross. No, he can. He's he's He'll proven. Find he, a horseshoe Ross somewhere. has proven he can he get can to the win. final four. Yes, and he can win. Reddick so. is good enough at times, and even though I've got him falling out in the first round, he's good enough yeah. at times to where he could do it. I think Bubba could, and Bubba's questionable for me, but I think he could. We know Harvick can. Harvick's I done don't it. dare. I don't dare say anything bad about Kevin Harvick at this stage of his career. Yeah, I won't do it. I can't bet against any of the rest of these guys, but but Ricky Stenhouse Jr. and Michael McDowell will not win the championship this year. Yeah, I just you, you close your like I do this. This is the this is one of the tests, right? Yeah. Close your eyes and envision these guys hoisting the cup at the end of the championship season. Right. Michael McDowell's not in that no. vision. <laughs> No, they're not good enough. And I don't think they expect they're they're hoping to get to the round of eight is what they're doing. Yeah, get good points. They're they're not gonna make the final four. I'd put a thousand bucks down that Michael McDowell's not making the final four. There there is a part of me that's also rooting for Chase Elliott to make the owners four. Yeah, I'd love to see Chase Elliott win the owners championship. Yeah, to be it'd just honest. be fun. That would be fun. Yeah, I just like to see it shaken up. Just for chaos purposes. I'm all about that. Yeah. I, did you hear what Dale Jr. said on his podcast this week? No, I didn't. What did he say? He talked about the fact that Chase Elliott's in in the running for the Owner's championship, and he says that's the last time we should ever talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't want driver, to talk about it anymore. It's the driver's so championship. That's all that matters. We don't care about the owner's championship. Gluck and Bianchi started their podcast with a good 10 minutes on Chase Elliott after the and Well, I that's was, because Gluck's got yeah. a love affair with him right now. Oh, God. I I called it. How many weeks ago did I call it that he wasn't making the playoffs? Oh, yeah. I, I was. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The so. car making the playoffs and him not winning is is kind of baffling, though. Yeah, that car is good enough to win. I don't yeah, know. I agree. Well, it's weird. He might win some races here. We'll see. Yeah. Well, there you go. There's our playoff picks. We'll post the brackets on the on the website, which means you got to send me your bracket, James. So I got it. I can add it to the notes. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll send you. Maybe what I'll do is I'll fill out one of the uh, virtual ones. And that's what I did. I I got my I used my Apple pencil that I spent 130 dollars on a couple years ago that. I use like four times a year. I use it to fill in. Well, the you bracket, got your money's so. worth. You filled out your bracket. Yep. Good job. I think that's about the only thing I use it for every year. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we're going to Darlington this weekend. We've already extended this long enough. Let's make our picks for Darlington. James, we get to wipe the board clean. Yeah. We get to pick. And now we have to compete with drivers again. Yes. We uh, we get to we get to uh, make our pick from anybody on the list. Um, I just said that I didn't know that I could put him in my final four. But I'm going oh swinging at Darlington. I'm taking Willie B as my pick this weekend. You son of a gun. <laughs> Sorry, I got to do it, man. I got lots uh, of points to make up. Yeah, that's all right. I was going to take him. <laughs> I figured. I figured. That's, right, so, that's the biggest reason I took him is I knew you were. Yep. So Byron gets your vote. Uh, boy. <laughs> that throws a wrench in my scheme here. There's a lot of good picks this weekend, though. Well, I mean, we got our driver. We got Byron's got the back. best average finish here, so. Yeah, well, if you're gonna use him here, maybe I'll save him. I'll stash him away for a little bit. But yeah. the the problem is, is Phoenix. Like, you know, we got to count for points. That's right. Phoenix, yeah. So um. All right. Well. Huh. <laughs> I got some. Let me see. I like that I made you think. 
You did make me think. This hasn't happened in a while. You didn't have a backup plan? You didn't think I was going to pick William Byron? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, give me Rowdy. Yeah, that's a good pick. That was that was the other one I was looking at. Yeah. I thought I was going to get him. I didn't think he would do it. You've yeah. been you've been so frustrated with me for doing the Wilhelm thing <laughs> that I think I didn't think you would do <laughs> I didn't think you would do it. I didn't want to, but I got to be realistic. He's yeah. going to run up front. You know. He'll get your points. I mean, he's got he's got three top 10s three top or two top 10s here. The third one would have been a top 10 if he wouldn't have gotten wrecked going in the corner by Logano. Yep. Um He's just, he's a shoe in. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, fantasy update, James, how'd, uh, how'd fantasy go this week? Not great. I didn't even look at it until today. So not great. <laughs> I um, knew it wasn't good for me. Yeah. It's just, I'm in a, a little bit of a tailspin here <laughs> and now it's taking a sweet time loading as I just had it open. So that's good. Of course it is. So, um, uh, just a reminder, we do get starters back. Uh, yes. everything resets five starts. So. That means uh, officially Baron Speedway has clinched the championship um, because we're not catching that guy. <laughs> uh, Team Justin gets our win from Daytona. Tandem Draftona is second. And Ranger, the three-time champ, is third. Uh, Baron Speedway fourth. Hamlin was fifth. I was sixth. Eric, where the heck are you? Yeah, it was, I was way back. Yeah, you were back there. Ninth? Oh, you're not that bad. Not that bad. We got, we got snake bit by the... You know, big crashes and stuff. Um, yeah. Overall standings, I think we got a little shakeup here. Uh, yep, I bumped all the way from second to fourth. <laughs> so <laughs> it's been tight. But yeah, Baron Speedway, 52.86. Tam Draftona goes to second, 49.23. And Ranger is third. Uh, so I got some work to do to get my second place uh, trophy back. Um, Green Eggs and Hamlin right behind me, nipping at my heels. So we're, we're pretty close, five to two. Uh, really close. Eric, you're just on the outside of that. Yeah. About 150 points behind fifth. Yeah. I'm used to 150 go. points behind. It's terrible. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to end up, I did, you know, I don't know. At least I finish, you know, top three or four every year. So I guess I can, I can shoot for that. Like, I care you know, way too much about my picks every week for how bad oh, I Oh, it's do. driving me nuts now. It's driving me nuts. <laughs> I hate it. I've conceded that I won't win, but I want to finish second and now I'm starting to stumble. So that's not fun. Uh, any shout outs this week, James? Um, yes, I do. Um, <laughs> well, shout, I guess shout out. I'll, I'll save this one for my black flag, but I do have a, I do have a shout out. Actually, you shared this with me after I seen it, but I, I thought it was really cool. And I hope I'm not stealing it from you. No, you're not. Okay. The slide, the slide job car was, uh, on the NASCAR history, um, account and, uh, just awesome. Yeah. Just awesome. I saw this earlier. Uh, this guy named Ryan Shelton is the one I you said you shared. Um, pretty cool. I saw this on Twitter, but it's it's awesome, man. The Kyle Busch slide job car, all wrinkled and torn up. Yep. Just a beautiful piece of just a beautiful piece of machinery. Beautiful piece of NASCAR history. It is. I, if I if somebody said that uh, that car was in a building and I walked in and saw it, I would I'd be excited. Yeah. And you were there for it. You seen that car before? I was there. Yep. There on the front stretch when Kyle Busch made the crying symbol. It's right yep. there, just just beyond the catch fence. I'm in the video. You can see me in the broadcast. So good. That's so good. <laughs> um, James, can I do a non-NASCAR shout-out? Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, that's what I'm going to do. Um, so I found a new podcast. You guys listen to podcasts. After you listen to ours, uh, go check out, as a late-night fan, go check out Strike Force oh, 5. Yep. 
um, all the late night guys, John Oliver, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, Seth Meyers, uh, and, uh, and Stephen Colbert have started a podcast to support their, um, staff during the, um, writer strike and damn it. Is it not freaking hilarious? Yeah. My, uh, <laughs> my podcasting hero, Bill Simmons is, is behind this one. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he, he was, he was the one, I guess him and Jimmy Kimmel had, had uh had some conversations about doing this and then simmons was like well now's the time so <laughs> i found out about it the way i find out about everything james i found out on tiktok and i immediately subscribed and it is worth the subscription so um please listen to us first and then listen yeah. to them but yep. but definitely worth a listen so you know my wife got me on uh smartless and i don't listen to it very often but dang it dude when you got some funny people that get together it, it's a it's pretty enjoyable yeah even in podcast form. I've been a big fan of Conan's podcast and this is, I listen to Conan. This is better. I think. (laughs) Yeah. Conan. I don't listen to every Conan, but there's times where I listen. Yeah. I seek out specific guests, although I do love listening to him and Sona, but, um, it's, I, I've never not enjoyed a Conan. Well, I take that back. I, there is one, not one Conan episode that I did not enjoy. And that was, um, the guy who plays Ron Swanson. Oh, and his yeah. wife. I did not like that podcast. Yeah, they're an interesting. They're an interesting pair when you get them together. Yeah, I, I did not enjoy yeah. that. Nick Offerman. Yes. yes, I don't like her very much. And God, I sound like a woman hater on the show. Um, I'm not, but I, <laughs> I'm not a big fan. Of, you're into the podcast doing it again. I'm not a big fan of her. And then Nick Offerman played a character basically on the show, and it just I didn't like it. It wasn't good. So yeah, that's the only one I've ever shut off. Uh, how about black flags? James got a black flag. You said yeah. You I'm gonna give one to myself. Oh, um, nice. I purchased the ten or the nine ninety nine NASCAR Heat Five uh, twenty twenty two oh, pack. I thought you were going to tell me you purchased Twitter Blue like I did. No, I'm not doing that. I, I unsubscribed from it already, by the way. Oh, that's good. Know. That's yeah. good. Good for you. Um, no, I uh, I downloaded NASCAR Heat Five's new twenty twenty two next gen pack, and uh, it's as it's as crappy as you could possibly imagine. Dude, I can't believe if, when that company doesn't go bankrupt, and it, I'm going to blame it on you. Well. <laughs> My ten dollars isn't going to save them. I don't know. Um, it could be the it could be the, what they needed. Well, so you you so here I'll give you my experience real quick. You get the you get the pack and uh, you you game loads up and you can pick between twenty twenty which you currently had and then then the new twenty twenty two set. So I go okay twenty twenty two. No additional paint schemes, just one paint scheme per car. Mm-hmm. You get uh, a career mode which has no depth, but you get to pick between Rick Ware, Spire, and some other crappy team. So I picked the Spire 77. I'm like, oh, it's a decent enough ride. Hop in there. Figure out I can't do any setups other than I can make the car loose or tight. Mm-hmm. And then I put my name on the back of the car, which I can see uh, when I start practice. It says Kush on the back. I'm like, great. Uh, pan around the camera as I get a good look at the car. It says Castle on the, ho- on the front hood. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm like, my God, <laughs> this is terrible. Um, other than that, it's... You know, drives like NASCAR Heat Five, but you can't do you can't do anything with these new cars. So. Yeah, it sounds exactly like the new game that they sold me that I paid for way back on the Nintendo Switch. Boy, we got yeah, we got screwed on that whole. Yeah, I paid deal. forty bucks for that game. Oh uh, well, maybe I got the better deal. Out I of think it, you did. It's basically the same thing, except it loads into a different game than NASCAR Heat. So no, oh, it's terrible. Oh yeah. my god. That being anyway, said, the uh, I, I can drive, and it, it's which is better than NASCAR Ignition was was so bad. Next, well, it's almost next month. I think October. I think it's October thirteenth. The uh, the sprint car game from iRacing comes out on the Nintendo Switch, so I'm pretty excited mm-hmm. about that because I've resisted buying it on the PS4, so mm-hmm. I can save it for the Switch. So, 
Yep. Because there's nothing going to be better than playing sprint cars on the on the go. Yeah, I've had sprint car games in the past on uh, console, and they've they've been a lot of fun. Yeah. They usually do a pretty decent job with them. Uh, my black flag, James. You're gonna laugh. You're gonna enjoy it very much. So you're it's probably wondering if I was a, going it here. Better or not. not be a girl. No, it's not a girl. So I am not going to name the name, but there is a racetrack, James, that oh, is nearby to us. Yep. Um, there's a couple of them actually, but one of them is yeah. a local track for us that is very dear to my heart. Um, and they have come up with a practice where they do not post the price for tickets on their website, <laughs> on their social media. It's been the joy of my life watching this process on anything. And it's, I just don't understand the strategy of not posting ticket prices because if you're, if you're not going to come because the price of the race, you're not going to come because when you don't know the price. Right. Yeah. And so like, I, I don't see how they're bringing extra people in by doing this. Um, and then when you have a big national touring series that comes in and everybody wants to know how much it is to get into the race and you don't post it until three hours before the race starts, <laughs> it's a little yeah. ridiculous. Fortunately, I live nine minutes from the track, so I still went when they finally decided to open the pre- post a prices. man of his word. But I, again, I will not name the track. If you guys know me or if you're friends with me on social media, you know what track I'm talking about. Um, and I listen, I will stand on my soapbox all day long and tell you to go support your local short track. Um, these guys, it's, it's a tough business. Um, they don't make money doing this. I mean, none of them make money. They, they scrape by when, when they've, fill the stands on a weekend, they're breaking even. Um, and when they have a bad turnout, they are losing their butts. And I, I you know, I've, I've been close to a track owner before I've seen the stuff that they deal with. So go support your local short track. Um, but please, if you're a short track owner, post the <laughs> damn price for tickets. So I know how much I'm spending. If I'm bringing my whole family, I want to know how much it costs to do that. Is it going to change my mind if you're charging $40 for tickets for a touring show? No, it's not going to change my mind. I'm still going to come because it's worth it to me. But I want to know how much money I need to have with me to go there. So it's a principal thing. It really irritated me last week. Um, Watching you, you was one of the joys of my life <laughs> as you trolled away Yeah. and toiled. And then you started a movement. I did. And, and I'm, that, I will point? take all the credit for that movement, too. Yeah. And well, and at what point I sent you a gif of Jesus Christ. Um <laughs> Because my God, it was what a what an experience. I really, I you know I missed it, and then you brought it back for me this week, which was even more special. <laughs> and just to be clear, I posted multiple times on social media on this track. I private messaged them on Facebook on, at this track. I sent an email to the track owner specifically for this track. The only thing I didn't do was call the number, but other people did, and also didn't get an answer. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, there you go. But they finally posted to Facebook, like I said, about three hours before the the race started, and I made the trip out there and got to watch. Incredible. Some, got to got to watch some racing. So, incredible. Um, meanwhile, if I want to shout anybody else out, Owasso Speedway did his terrific job last weekend with super late models. Um, huge field of cars, great racing. R- show went late again. It, it's they they're still learning over there what to do to get shows in on time and stuff, but. Um, the stuff that their money they're putting out there is worth it too. So Owasso Speedway, great place to go check out a race. Um, not at all related to the aforementioned track that shall not be named. So there you go. 
Uh, James, where can people get you on social media if they want to reach out to you during the week? At James Cush on X, Twitter, <laughs> whatever the heck it is. You can find me at T Super Speedway on X. You can find me at E Young DBM on Threads. I'm still trying to do the Threads thing, so they got a desktop app now, so it's a little better. But uh, Facebook, you can find the podcast on Facebook at Facebook.com/slash The Super Speedway. Our website is thesuperspeedway.com. You can find the podcast on there, um, old episodes, uh, race coverage, and you can find James and my brackets on there as well. Um, so go check that out, thesuperspeedway.com. Uh, the podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and Anchor. We know you found us somewhere today, so wherever you found us, please subscribe and continue to listen to new episodes each week. And if you go to anchor.fm slash thesuperspeedway, you can leave us an audio message and we might just play it on the show. We're paying a lot of money for that feature, guys. So please um, do that and leave us a message. I'm kidding. It's free. But please do it anyway because it's fun to interact with you guys. So leave us a message there. Uh, anchor.fm slash the super speedway. Uh, the playoffs starting this, this weekend. Darlington Raceway looks like the hurricane has moved out. So we don't have to worry about that. Um, we get to see some good racing this weekend. Uh, the NASCAR Cup Series will... Um, begin their first round and we'll see who uh, we'll see how bad James and my brackets are screwed up right off the bat uh, at Darlington. So we'll be back next week to break it all down and talk about Darlington and preview the next race until then, everybody let's go racing. (laughs) 